Hi, I'm Graham Joseph Hill, and you're listening to Daily Devotions with Jesus, where we dive deep into every chapter of the Bible, moving chapter by chapter from Genesis to Revelation, showing you how each chapter of the Bible can shape your spiritual life and actions in the world, and grow your passion for Jesus and discipleship to Him. We're using the translation of the Bible, World English Bible. You can get the devotional books that go with this podcast at our website, grahamjosephhill.com forward slash books and download a free Bible reading plan at the same website. Make sure you subscribe on our podcast to receive all episodes. Let's open the Bible together. The book of Genesis chapter 2. The heavens, the earth, and all their vast array were finished. On the seventh day God finished God's work which God had done. And God rested on the seventh day from all God's work which God had done. God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because God rested in it from all God's work of creation which God had done. This is the history of the generations of the heaven and the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the heavens and the earth. No plant of the field was yet in the earth, and no herb of the field had yet sprung up, For the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth. There was not a man to till the ground, but a mist went up from the ground and watered the whole surface of the earth. The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man um, whom he had formed. Out of the ground the Lord God made every tree to grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, and included the tree of life in the middle of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river went up out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it was parted and became the source of four rivers. The name of the first is Pishon. It flows through the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of the land is good. Bedellium and onyx stone are there also. The name of the second river is Gihon. It is the same river that flows through the whole land of Cush. The name of the third uh, river is Kidekel. This is the one that flows in front of Assyria. The fourth river is, is the Euphrates. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate it and keep it. The Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may freely eat of every tree of the garden, but you shall not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For in the day that you eat of it, you will surely die. The Lord God said, It is not good for a man to be alone. I'll make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground the Lord God formed every animal of the field and every bird of the sky and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. Whatever the man called every living creature became its name. The man gave names to all livestock and to the birds of the sky and to every animal of the field. But for man there was not found a helper comparable to him. The Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. As the man slept, he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. The Lord God made a woman from the rib which he had taken from the man and brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. 
She'll be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man will leave his father and his mother and will join with his wife and they will become one flesh. The man and his wife were both naked and they were not ashamed. What are the major biblical themes of Genesis 2? Genesis 2 delves into the intimate act of creation, focusing on humanity's unique place within it. This passage introduces themes of relationship, responsibility and rest. It portrays God not only as the omnipotent creator, but also as the caring gardener, forming man from the dust and breathing life into him. The establishment of the garden in Eden signifies a place where God and humanity walk together, highlighting the themes of intimacy and stewardship. The creation of Eve from Adam's rib underscores the importance of companionship and mutual support. Together, these themes sketch a picture of humanity's intended harmony with God, each other, and creation. How the themes of Genesis 2 presented in the Gospels? The narrative of Genesis 2, with its profound themes of relationship, stewardship, and rest, is beautifully mirrored and expanded upon in the life and teachings of Jesus Christ within the Gospels. Jesus' ministry begins with the affirmation of relationship, not only between humanity and God, but also among humans themselves, echoing the companionship and mutual support depicted in the creation of Eve from Adam's side. This is exemplified in his declaration of the greatest commandments, to love God and to love one's neighbour as oneself, reinforcing the foundational relationship principles laid out in Genesis 2. Jesus further enriches the theme of stewardship through parables such as the parable of the, of the talents, where the stewardship of one's gifts and resources is highlighted. His teachings and actions, like the feeding of the 5,000, demonstrate God's provision and humanity's role in distributing these resources, reflecting the stewardship of Eden's garden. Additionally, the invitation to find rest in him, Matthew 11.28 says, Come to me, all who labour and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This statement echoes the restful Sabbath principle introduced in Genesis 2 illustrating the rest and peace found in divine relationship. How are the themes of Genesis 2 presented in the rest of Scripture? Beyond the Gospels, the themes of Genesis 2 resonate throughout the Old and New Testaments, providing a continuous thread that weaves through Scripture. The Psalms frequently reflect on humanity's role and stewardship with creation, as seen in Psalm 8 which marvels at humanity's place in the cosmos. Proverbs, with its wisdom literature, often touches on the themes of work, rest, and relationships, guiding readers towards a life of balanced stewardship and wisdom. In the New Testament, Paul's letters frequently revisit these themes, particularly in terms of relational unity and mutual support within the body of Christ emphasising the interconnectedness of believers as initially portrayed in the creation of humanity. The concept of rest is further developed in Hebrews 4, 1-11, where believers are called to enter into God's rest, a spiritual fulfilment of the Sabbath rest introduced in Genesis 2. 
This rest is presented not just as physical cessation of labour, but as a state of spiritual peace and completion in Christ. Through these narratives and teachings, Scripture continuously affirms and enriches the foundational themes introduced in Genesis 2, drawing a direct line from the Garden of Eden to the eternal kingdom of God. This interconnectedness underscores the timeless relevance of Genesis 2's themes to the entirety of Christian faith, belief, practices, and life. What is the spiritual significance of Genesis 2? Genesis 2 speaks to the core of our identity and purpose. It reminds us that we are made by God for relationships and for a purpose. This passage invites us to reflect on our dependency on God, the value of human connections, and our responsibility toward creation. It challenges us to live not in isolation but in commune with God and others, recognising that true fulfilment is found in relationship, not autonomy. This narrative calls us back to a life centred on God's design, urging us to seek Him in every aspect of our existence. Genesis 2 offers a profound narrative that invites us into a deeper understanding of our creation, purpose and relationship with God, others and the world around us. This passage, rich with themes of relationship, responsibility and rest, serves as a foundational text for Christian spirituality, providing insights into how we can grow deep in our faith and mature as disciples of Jesus Christ. The intimate act of creation, where God forms human beings from dust and breathes life into them, reveals our inherent value and purpose. This divine breath signifies more than physical life. It's the impartation of God's Spirit, making us living beings designed for relationship with God. As we recognise our origin from God and dependence on God, we're invited into the process of transformation that aligns our heart, spirit, and will with God's. Engaging deeply with these themes encourages us to become vessels through which the deeds of Jesus Christ are naturally expressed in our lives in the power of the Holy Spirit. The establishment of the Garden of Eden, where humanity is placed to work it and keep it, highlights our responsibility towards creation. This stewardship is not only a call to care for the environment, but also a metaphor for our broader vocation to cultivate goodness, truth and beauty in all areas of our lives. As we embrace our role as stewards, we participate in the restoration of all things, reflecting the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. This act of stewardship becomes a spiritual discipline that shapes us into the likeness of Jesus Christ, who taught and exemplified the care for the least, the lost, and the creation itself. Moreover, the creation of Eve from Adam's rib underscores the significance of companionship and mutual support, pointing us toward the communal aspect of our faith. In Christ, we are called to live not in isolation, but in a community of believers, where each member supports the other. This theme of companionship teaches us the importance of bearing one another's burdens, 
encouraging and edifying each other in love. It's in the context of Christian community, community that we are formed and transformed, learning to practice the one another command that Jesus taught, thereby growing in our discipleship. The rest that God models on the seventh day is a gift and command to us, inviting us into a rhythm of work and rest that reflects God's own. This Sabbath principle is not merely about physical rest, but about a restorative rest in God's presence, where we we are reminded of our identity and purpose. As we enter into this rest, we find ourselves refreshed and our spirits renewed, enabling us to engage in our calling with renewed vigour and a deeper reliance on the Spirit of Christ. Applying the themes of Genesis 2 in our lives calls us to a holistic spirituality that encompasses every aspect of our being. It challenges us to cultivate a heart that mirrors the heart of God, a heart of compassion, mercy and justice. As we allow these themes to shape our lives, we begin to embody the love, humility and service of Jesus, naturally expressing Christ's deeds in the power of Christ's Spirit. This transformation is not instantaneous, but a journey of continual growth and surrender to God's will. So, Genesis 2 offers a rich tapestry of themes that can enrich our spiritual lives, deepen our faith, and facilitate our growth as disciples of Jesus Christ. By embracing our God-given identity, responsibility, and need for communal support and rest, we embark on a transformative journey. This journey not only shapes our inmost being into the likeness of Jesus Christ, but also empowers us to live out the teachings of Jesus Christ, bearing fruit that lasts and glorifies our Creator God. How do we live out Genesis 2 today? The themes of Genesis 2 call Christians to live a life marked by peace, stewardship and relational integrity. In a world often characterised by individualism and exploitation, we are reminded of our call to care for God's creation, to cultivate relationships that reflect God's love, and to rest in the assurance, the assurance of God's provision. This passage encourages us to embrace humility, recognising our origins and dependency on God, and to extend compassion and forgiveness, reflecting the relational harmony modelled in Eden. How do we respond to Genesis 2? Responding to Genesis 2 means integrating its truths into our daily lives. In our families, it encourages us to foster deep, meaningful connections, prioritising time and presence. At work, it challenges us to carry out our responsibilities with integrity, viewing our labour as a form of stewardship. In our communities, it inspires us to engage in acts of service and environmental care, seeing these efforts as part of our divine calling. Spiritually, it calls us to cultivate a close walk with God, seeking Him in prayer and reflection, and to rest in His grace, trusting in God's provision and timing. Genesis 2 invites us to reevaluate our priorities, encouraging practices that build up rather than tear down that promote peace rather than discord, and that reflect love and inclusion.
How does Genesis 2 point to Jesus? Jesus embodies the themes of Genesis 2, revealing the depth of God's love and the fulfilment of our purpose. In Christ we see the ultimate example of relational integrity, humility and stewardship. Jesus' life and ministry reflect God's original design for humanity, calling us into a restored relationship with the Creator, with each other, and with creation. Through his sacrifice, Jesus restores our access to the garden, inviting us into a life of fellowship with God. His teachings and actions provide a blueprint for living in accordance with God's design, emphasizing the importance of love, service, and rest in him. Here are some spiritual questions for you to reflect on. How does understanding your creation in God's image affect your view of yourself and others? In what ways can you better steward the world around you? How does the concept of Sabbath influence your life and work? What steps can you take to deepen your relationship with God and others? How can you embody Jesus' teachings in your daily life? Let's pray. Gracious God, Creator of heaven and earth, we come before you in awe of your handiwork, recognising our place within your creation. Thank you for the breath of life, for the beauty that surrounds us, and for the companionship you designed for us to enjoy. Help us to live in accordance with your will, caring for the world you've entrusted to us, nurturing the relationships you've given us, and finding our rest in you. Lord, guide our steps as we seek to embody the lessons of Genesis 2. May our lives reflect your love, our actions demonstrate your stewardship, and our rest honour your command. Teach us to walk closely with you, to live in harmony with one another, and to cherish the gift of creation. In the moments of challenge and decision, remind us of our dependence on you and on our responsibility to each other and the world. Strengthen us to live out your calling with humility and purpose, shining your light into places we inhabit. Through the example of Jesus, empower us to be agents of reconciliation, bearers of peace, and stewards of your grace. May our lives be a testament to your creative power and redemptive love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining me for this episode. You can find our devotional books and links to our podcast and YouTube channel at our website, grahamjosephhill.com. Make sure you subscribe on your podcast to receive all episodes. I'm praying you'll experience God's grace and presence throughout this day and grow more in love with Jesus Christ, our Lord.